0: Episode 124 of the American Entrepreneur Podcast. Don't miss out on your own money. So today, we are going to take away all of the unnecessary suffering in your life right now by setting significantly higher goals. If you listened to the last podcast, it was about how people traject their goals outwards and they punish themselves till they get there and then when they hit their goal, there's a short fleeting happiness from it. The circular motion of life, hitting goals that you know you're going to hit. And uh, making the outside reward the reward instead of you and your very every moment the reward in life. Now, Here's the biggest problem that you have currently. Your goals aren't high enough. Now, if you're going to set goals, if you're going to have problems, if you're going to have suffering in life, and here's what you're going to do. You're going to have two types of suffering, okay? There's only two. One, unnecessary suffering. Two, Necessary suffering Or what you and your own Confines of your own mind Have deemed necessary Versus unnecessary Now when you set a goal What you have in front of you is two things Unnecessary suffering And necessary suffering Those are the two things you have Every time you set a goal That being said I'm going to give you a personal antidote so that you can take this and compare and see the 3D image of what I'm saying and save yourself some pointless setbacks in your life. Financially, family-wise, very personal. I don't know why people make finances the first thing that they say as if health is just like way on the backboard somewhere in the background after you get to wealth or some shit like that. I don't necessarily understand that. I'm never going to understand that. It's just not going to happen till the end of time. So I take this entire fucking planet over. I'm not going to understand that. So goal setting 101. Can't tell you guys how many times in my life I've set a goal and I've reached the goal and the dopamine that I thought from reaching the goal was short fleeting. And then afterwards, I felt depressed and I felt like I had nowhere to go. Now, first things first, I shouldn't place my identity so much in my goals. That was the problem. If you listen to last podcast, that's the problem. Why? Because you'll actually take longer to hit your goals or never reach your goals. Because you're setting yourself back mentally. You are emotionally attacking yourself and slowing yourself down instead of speeding up and moving like light years into infinity with your goals. And so here's the thing. I'm sure you've heard of the people on the internet. They're everywhere. They tell you things like, set high financial goals. 10x your goals. They tell you things like, have you heard this one? You need to go in stores with cars you can't afford. Jewelry stores you cannot afford. You need to go look at all of these things. You need to fill your head with wealth. You need to feel the leather on the seats of the car. In the fucking Ferrari store. And they tell you this. And as you've noticed. It's like what do I do with this? Why would I do this? What would make this affect my life that much. That all these people are saying it. I get it. I get it Dan Pena. It sounds like it makes sense. I just have to go. You're telling me I just got to go into a store. And and be around rich stuff. And eventually I, I'll have the rich stuff. <clears throat> Let me tell you guys something. Okay. Your boy here did an analysis on his life, been doing for the past few days. Doing an analysis on who I am and where I'm going. And you know, where I come from, my dad was a drug dealer, gangbanger, as is as my family my family culture, my father's side of my DNA. And so our dad would give us a hundred dollar bill and say, go to the store and get me two, two liters and you and your sister and your brother, you and your sister, you and your brother, you you guys split the rest or keep the rest and buy whatever you want. Our dad would give us like a hundred dollar bill, bro, and be like, go get me two, two liters and come back. And so my brain is so used to cash that I've never been afraid of the idea of not having it because my father always had cash. My father always had more cash than anybody had cash. And so that set a standard for me. The problem is, that wasn't a good enough standard. And I love my dad, and he did everything in his short-lived life to be a great father and to set us a great fucking standards. Love my dad very much. Now that I'm an adult, I'm one year away from being my dad's age when he passed away. And so I really have to do an analysis... On my life, this, this is in the trenches guys I'm showing you in the trenches Clear as day Things that you may run into And things that are definitely Affecting your psyche Today, and we need to get rid of those immediately And so my mind has always thought That having money was enough Or having more money than other people was enough Or being successful was enough Or that my birthright Was to be a rich ass, cool ass Motherfucker The problem being that there's so much more to life than that. There's so much for you to be a part of, for you to have, for you to give. There's so much more. And so when you guys set your goals, you set your goals and you chase after them and time passes you by as you move towards them. The problem being, what if you didn't set your goal large enough? See, when I do cheesy little things like go to the cigar bar. Like, I don't do those things because I love. C- I don't love cigars. Like, I'm not super cigar connoisseur. But I know the crowd that it draws. I know the type of people that go there are the type of guys who use their life with depth. They take depth and they deeply appreciate things. I mean, if you can appreciate a cigar, what can't you appreciate? If you have the taste and if you're willing to see the beauty in life, how could you not see it? And so what I was taught or what I learned or what I gained or what I was formed into as a child was a person who would be rich. A person who would be rich and that was it. But I didn't know what rich meant. I thought rich meant someone asked for money, you hand it to them. I didn't know that rich meant if you decide that this country is changing their laws, then they're changing their laws. I didn't know that rich meant if you reduce the unnecessary suffering of millions of people, that that's what wealth truly is. I didn't know that richness and wealth meant the conquering of oneself. I didn't know to what degree Still don't. I might never know. I accept that. That's fine. I don't need a feeling of progress. However, guys, what you need to know out of this podcast today is you will never surpass your highest goals and ambitions. I was listening to a Dan Penna, Dan Penna thing, Dan Penna video. He said, Bill Gates, you know, Bill Gates, this guy, this guy, Bill Gates. When he was coming up, he said, I'm going to put a computer in every house in America. And he changed his goal to, I'm going to put two computers in every house in America. And you know what he said after he did that? After years of reaching that goal? He said, I should have had the goal to put a computer in every house in the world. Russell Brand's father Made it his life goal to make a million dollars and have a yacht. And at the end of his life, he had a million dollars and a yacht. he gave inheritance to his son. And he said the only thing his dad remembers saying is, I should have set my fucking goals higher. So you don't want to feel the regret of saying I should have felt my... My, I should have put my goals higher. Imagine, my friend, you reach your goal. And you're 50 years old and you, and then some 21-year-old kid walks next to you and he, your whole life, all the suffering. And of course, you're going to make an identity out of it. It's just a part of life. But man, ain't that the worst part. You're going to make an identity. You're going to look at your wife and you're going to say, hell yeah, she married a G." And then some 21-year-old kid's going to pull up next to you in the same car making more money and less work. How's that for a fucking G? And so you have the millionaires having a bigger dick off who heard what I just said and they're like, I'm going to be the guy in the bigger car, the, the bigger truck, the big truck. I'm going to be the guy in the nicer car. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the guy at 20. And so I think that's a pretty low fucking goal to have. I think just making cash to compete with your neighbor is a low goal. It's such a low goal that it can cause nothing but suffering. I had a, a, an ex-boss. I worked at a Thai restaurant when I lived in Atlanta. He was a, a real estate agent as well. Opened a few restaurants. And he, he had been paying $50,000 a month for life coaching since he was young. Since the 90s. This dude put the first website for real estate in Atlanta. I've heard when websites were first being a thing, very very rich, wealthy, uh, respectable, calm energy, just balanced, balanced guy, man. This is like a profound guy. This is like, man. There's there's only a few a few people you meet on this earth that are men that you look at and you say, man. I give up the quest to find anything that I don't respect about you. You have a lot of traits that piss me off, but you don't have any traits that I don't respect, and I like that. That's exactly another example in life of exactly what we could be. And this guy told me. I said he had he had me sitting here. You know, your boy's a negotiator. You know, Angelo's a negotiator. And we sat down, and he said, "You're you're serving." He said, "Uh, well, well, we're uh, he, he's from Thailand." He said, "You're he said you're, you're serving, but." I need taxes done I sit down he has me sorting his taxes Dude I'm a server I don't get paid to do taxes I get paid in tips They did pay us a good hourly weirdly enough On top of serving but I said Mr. P do you feel that I work good He said yes I said do you feel like I've made improvement Yes He said and you know I'm, I said And I know I'm going to have your back You know, For the forthcoming future With whatever we're working on You know that right You know you hired a good work, like you made a good investment, and I'm very, very satisfied with working with such a successful person, man. I can't tell, I promise I'm willing to do what it takes to take the energy you give me in life and make something out of it. I'll give that to you. That being said, I work for $7 an hour, sir, and tips. I'm not an accountant. You have me sitting here doing your taxes, so I'm completely fine doing this for you. You want me to do it today, tomorrow, Mr. P.? It's out the way. It's out the way. That being said, there's only one thing I want of all of this, and it costs you absolutely nothing, and it takes you no more than four seconds, and then you never think about it again, and it has no future consequence, and I said, you're a life coach. You told me about your life coaching. If you could sum up every last thing you learned in life coaching, your entire life, and give it to me on a silver platter right now, if I had the willingness to take that and move forward, then what would that be? And he put his, I remember he put his left hand on his chin, he put his left hand on his chin. And like as soon as his hand hit his chin, by the way, it's probably like an anchor technique or something at this point. I don't know. As soon as Mr. P's hand hit his chin, like, you know, imagine cupping your left hand around your chin. As soon as it went, boop, he went. As soon as it touched his chin, he put both of his fingers up and he goes, you know, he put both of his hands up and he said, The higher your goal is, the smaller your problems. And there you go. There you go motherfucker The secret to life The closer you are to infinity The less fear you have of the finite The closer you are to eternity The more distance you are From being wrapped up In the bullshit And all the details of the bullshit That perhaps is life So that when your goal is to make $10 million and that's truly your goal. And you know exactly what cigars you want to smoke every day. You know exactly what ganja you want to smoke every day. You know exactly what car you want to ride in. You know exactly what type of suits you want to wear. You don't want a suit. See, I had a goal in my life once. I said, I want a suit. What a terrible goal. I should have so many suits that my desire to have a suit doesn't even exist. I have so many suits that suits could never bring me happiness. I have so much food that food could never bring me happiness. None of these worldly things could bring me happiness. I am fucking happiness. I am happiness. I've al- I, I will always be. I am. I don't need I am gratitude i'm a fucking lightning bolt moving to this galaxy i am gratitude but the goal to have a suit's a waste of time i remember being homeless in california when i was younger for a few days had to move back home had some fuckery happen it's okay that's life it was fucking awesome to be quite frank with you had an amazing experience and i remember this is a weird fucking story guys And you get to hear it. Congratulations. This story is going to haunt you for the rest of your life. I was on Santa Monica Beach. And I went to take a shit. And I looked and there was no toilet paper, man. (laughs) And yeah, could I have ran in the water? Ew, I guess. Yeah, whatever. But there was no toilet paper. I looked around and said, what the fuck? I had my backpack. The only thing I had was my last pair of socks. And I used that pair of socks to wipe my ass. Great experience, by the way. They should make toilet paper out of socks. Disgusting. I know. All right. <laughs> Gross. But listen, I used my socks to wipe my ass, bruv. I don't care. And then I had to throw them bitches out. And I sat there and I said, damn, I need more socks. And I sat there and I said, is that really your life goal right now? To need more socks. I said, this is not a big enough life goal. The fact that I care this much about getting socks. What stood out to me wasn't that I didn't have socks. What stood out to me was that it was my goal to get socks, and that my hardest obstacle to the day, the thing that would burden my soul, was if I got fucking a pair of socks. So it wasn't that I cared about the socks. It was that I cared that my goal, that my suffering could be brought about by something so little as a pair of socks. And so what should your goal be? What should your goal be? You want to make 100k a year, pull up at the stoplight to someone half your age making 200k a year. Doing one-tenth the work that you have done. Because your goal was to be financially successful. My goal is to be like my dad. That was my goal. I want to be like my dad. I want to be like my father. He has money all the time. He lets his nuts hang. He talks how he wants. He talks to who he wants. He says what's on his mind. More than any person I've ever met on the planet. And everybody knows there's no change in him. He says exactly what's on his mind. He has freedom. He lets his nuts hang. He has cash. And that's awesome. And that was an awesome thing to aspire to. And is an awesome hero to have. But my friends, that shouldn't be the goal. The goal should be to conquer the self. Conquer the world. And blast off into fucking infinity. If I could be Bill Gates. And I could have the willingness and opportunity to redo Bill Gates. I would say, I want to put a house, I want to put a computer in every house that doesn't exist yet on the planet as they pop up. I want to put a fucking computer on the next house. I want to put a computer in the first house on Mars. I want to go to the edge of the galaxy and find a motherfucking alien and give him a laptop. I want there to be fucking statues of laptops. I'm just kidding. That's kind of grandiose. But listen, here's the thing in life is when I reached my goals, I thought, well, I should be proud of myself. I reached it, but I have never felt proud of myself for reaching goals. I felt proud of myself for being who I am. That's about it. I've never felt this feeling that all you motherfuckers talk about where you reach your goal and you go, (laughs) I can't believe I did it. Have I fucking pushed myself to that point in life? Yeah. But you know, the funny thing is, I worked my ass off in sales. I tortured myself to get where I am now. And how do I feel about where I am now? The same as when I was torturing myself. I don't feel any fucking different. The first day I closed a $1,000 deal in an hour that I'd have to work two hours in the month on, I feel nothing. I felt relief. That's about I mean I could get more food. And it so it meant nothing. And so I'm sure there's a certain degree of riches that'll mean something to me and impact me and I'll be like, oh fuck. But I know that if I set my goal to make ten million dollars and I reach that ten million dollars. When I'm, you know, let's just pretend some t- awful shit. Let's pretend I'm 40 and I finally reach that 10 million. Dude, I'm not going to feel any different. I'm not, the, the person I had to become to get the 10 million distanced me from who I am before the 10 years it took or the 20 years it took. Which means by the time I got there, it felt so natural that I didn't even feel like I made a jump in progress anyways. And so now, my brain is baffled, and I know I I know I need to, I'm willing to. Not that I know that I need to, not just that I know, knowing is not enough. That I'm willing, not only that I'm willing as a concept, but as an action, I have the intent to do so. So, my brain needs to stop thinking about, quote-unquote, what it would be like to have so much money. Because I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an American motherfucking entrepreneur. You're seeing the real hustle and grind from the ground up. You're not going to get that anywhere else, motherfucker. You're going to get some curated-ass bitch. Some curated-ass bitch who's like, here's all my wins. Some fucking bitch. I hope you guys I'll give you my failures on a silver platter just to show you just to show you a real man and a motherfucker who understands that a failure ain't shit. Not only is a failure not shit, I don't even remember them or notice them or recognize them. And so my brain needs to stop saying shit like uh uh, uh super rich super wealthy. It's only the poor that do that. Like, I don't even know if the wealthy do that. Until wealth is an afterthought to me, I'm poor is the way that I think about it. Logically speaking, right? Could you follow that logic? Well then. Need to stop thinking about what it would be like to manage 20,000 gross a month. 30,000 gross a month. One of my clients right now, he manages 20, 30 K and I'm not going to say who it is. Super fucking cool guy, by the way, but I've worked with a ton of people. So I have these reference experiences that other people don't have a life. So I can save you some time with it or else you're just going to suffer. So this client I have same age as me actually manages 20, 30 K a month in doesn't doesn't necessarily know what to do with it all the time, which is fine because that's most people that's most that's most entrepreneurs i 'm just saying, holy shit twenty thirty k doesn't necessarily know what to do with it all the time doesn't necessarily know what to do with it all the time, and so I thought, well, I want this goal to manage twenty thirty k and then I see what twenty thirty k is like man you don't got to be a s- a superhuman genius to do that either so what is the amount of money and so at the end of the day i think well maybe i'm not looking for the cash maybe i'm looking for unlocking maybe i'm looking to continuously unlock those new versions of myself and who i am maybe the cash never had anything to do with it because i say well this person isn't a super genius well then i could just say okay now i have 20 30k yeah but I think, is, I think we do want to go in life so large that we do have, not that we have to push ourselves till we get there, but that it forces us to release the chains of life, release the things in life that would hold us back from anything other than what our will turns into directly, our manifestation of life, that we must become a person. who through our instinct and our intent alone, things are created. And that maybe we will actualize the infinite somewhere in that process. So in this book, Sadhana, The Realization of Life, he says, there's a woman who says, Oh, I'm weary of getting all the things that I can taste and touch. Where is he who cannot be gotten? It's the soul's quest to search for the infinite. And we unfortunately tend to do that in the finite. So when you set these finite-ass goals, just know that you chain your soul and cage your soul the moment you do that. Into a shitty eternity that you don't like. I don't want to make it that dark. But when you do have the type of mind where your identity comes from your goals... You go ahead and set a finite goal, you'll realize that you are finite, that your goals are finite. And so I have no intention of living here for a finite goal anymore. If that's possible to plant in my psyche, whatever that means, my intentions to live finitely have, I revoke all of them. I renounce every intent I have to live finitely. The finite amount of money that I could make, I'm putting in the past and leaving it there. It's There is infinite money. The only difference of me saying that I have the money is like it's in my hand. But it's it's everywhere. And since I'm connected to the world, I'm basically connected to the fucking money in the world. It's a part of me. The cash in your pockets right now is my cash. If you have a better game plan than me, then so be it. But at least half the people I meet on this planet, the cash in your pocket is mine. Because why? Because if you and I stood next to each other and one of us had to manage our resources in order to get us where we needed to go to reduce suffering... And to only have suffering when it's necessary to get where we need to go without having pain. It's not going to be you. And I know that for a fact. 99% of the people on this planet... And I have the intent to make this a true statement, motherfucker. Your money is mine. And I think you'd gladly agree... If you would see what I was to do with it, you would be very happy that we met. And so I renounce all of my goals to reach the finite. Bill Gates said, I want a computer in every house. Then he said two. Then he said, I I should have put one everywhere in the world. What do you not get out of this, guys? His goal Is the same. His essence is the same. His trajectory is the same. The successful. The wealthy. The passionate. The grateful. Their trajectory is the same. Infinity. I'm not here to reach something finite. I'm not here to put a computer in every house. I'm here to put computers in so many houses. That they have to build houses. So that I can put more computers in them. The houses now are finite, but our ability to build houses is infinite. So prepare your your mind for wealth. Set yourself some standards. Enjoy those standards. My standard is a super comfortable bed. If I don't have a super comfortable bed... And listen, I've spent years sleeping on couches, moving around, doing the whole entrepreneur thing, yada yada. That's fine. I'm telling you that the return on investment from a good bed is uncalculable. The return on investment for the fucking 15 99 a month I, play, I pay for Audible, incalculable. There are things that give me such a re- an infinite return on life that they are incalculable. Those are the things that ought to be my standard. Infinity ought to be my standard, not the Finite. So how does that product that you're working on become so valuable that they have to birth more people just so that they can purchase it? How do you make a product with that high return on investment from infinity into infinity? And so I renounce all of my goals that are finite. Because every time I've reached a finite goal... It's been a very short, fleeting regret, waste of time. And so the lover, she says, the beautiful lover, she says, I'm so sick of getting what I can touch and taste. Ah, where is he who can be got? Who cannot be got? Where is he who cannot be had? Your woman is looking for the infinity in you. If you're a woman, you're looking for infinity, not the finite. That's the problem. Women intuitively understand the natural path of a man's life. Therefore, they naturally understand life. So you should take their, not advice, but you should listen to their ways and be advised of the way that they move. Because they will advise you and they will reward you for listening to the advising of mother nature. If your girl's looking for the infinity and most guys die over a girl, then therefore most guys in a roundabout way are also doing the same thing. We are searching for infinity. And our women bring us awareness that we actually are not looking for money. We are not looking for her. We are not looking... We're looking for infinity. And, And she ends up being a pathway to show us infinity often in life. To point us, to, to, to traject, us, traject us towards infinity. That's where we're headed. Infinity. And so at 28, I see that I've only become the man that my goals were before I was 28. The things I can say I'm proud of are the goals that I set before 28. And now here I am at 28 reaching these goals. And all I can say is, Awesome! I need a new goal. Awesome. I need to go to the next place up. I'm pretty upset that I'm not here yet. But then if I set that goal, you know what I'd say? I'm pretty upset that I'm not here yet. And if I set that goal and I I reach that, you know what I'd say? I'm pretty upset I didn't reach this yet. So I'm beginning to see that my soul, my spirit, longs for and is willing to And is infinitely moving into intent. My psyche is moving into intent. It is my intent to become all that I can be as a human being and burst out to infinity. Infinity is here today and is my intent and my action realizing that ultimately over and over and over. The thing that I can't fathom that is fathomed every day. The infinite and the finite. And so when you guys wake up like I will, I wake up, listening to rap music, having people eat cereal and ramen noodles, going to the kitchen to get something to drink and watching cockroaches crawl everywhere, Hearing about people dying since you're young to the point where it's beyond, not even normalized, wouldn't even be the word. It's unnormalized for that to not be normal to me. When you grow up in this shit, which I'm grateful for, but a certain degree of unnecessary suffering. And you want to get somewhere. And then you, you go from that shit to the next part in your life and you want to say, I made it. Well, then you fucked yourself over to begin with. Because it was never the goal to have less roaches... It was the goal to have infinite clean houses. And so just like when I shit on Santa Monica... And wipe my ass with my socks... My low ass, dirty, filthy goal was to have socks. And so where I grew up... My dirty ass, filthy goal was to have a normal clean house. Which is a finite goal. There should be infinite clean houses... I was not put on this earth, and none of us, I believe, were put on this earth to have a clean house. We were put on this earth to not have a cleaner house than our neighbors. That's the second pettiest goal you could have. We were put here to make infinite mansions, infinitely beautiful, for infinity. We were put here to smash through our old blocks so that they don't even exist for infinity. We were not put here to live and die. We were put here to realize eternity today in this moment on this podcast with the sound of my voice and this breath that I'm taking and my heart beating right now. I love you. We were put here for infinity purposes. So if your goal right now is to have more socks or your goal right now is to have a nice house or your goal right now is to be financially free or your goal right now is to get a new car. Or your your goal right now is to have a girlfriend that cares about you finitely. Or that you love finitely. Or your goal is to get a certain amount of finite money. I believe that your lack of infinity in your goal is exactly what will place you further from the thing. That would reduce this unnecessary suffering that we feel when we wake up and there's roaches. That when we wake up and shit's dirty as fuck. The lights on, aren't on, all these things. That these things want to tempt us. They want to tempt us to say this whole life is about getting a clean house. This whole life is about getting the girlfriend I want. There's one. There's the Matrix, the girl in the red dress. This whole life is about getting the cash that I want and think I deserve. This whole life is my finiteness gaining finite things and you will be unhappy forever. Unhappy, unfulfilled, unmotivated, uninspired and have goals that, to be quite frank, are not worth reaching. That only you could convince yourself were worth reaching simply because they were not. And so again, we create unnecessary suffering because we create a goal and we put our entire being in the fulfillment of a finite goal. We put our entire being in the fulfillment of a finite goal. You put your entire being in the fulfillment of a finite goal. And this is what depresses you. This is what destroys you. And so when guys have wives and they make a certain amount of money and they say, I supported her through school. And then as soon as she was done with school and I got this little career, she left me to go make it in Hollywood. And I read that in comments and I said, what an evil girl. But I looked on the flip side and I said, what a naive man that you think that your girl I see guys turn their girls off, push their girls away. And I, I do blame the girl for her lack of commitment. I don't blame her for her perspective, which is entirely accurate. What makes you think a girl who has the deepest intuition of gaining infinity, the deepest, she's so hot, everyone wants to give her infinity. She says, oh my God, give me the infinity already. Stop looking at my fucking tits and give me infinity. Stop making the finiteness of my body the meaning of your existence. It's killing me. And so the man's goal was finite the whole time. He was in contraction his entire life. He said, I want the wife. I want the career. And then I want to say... Ah, uh, I made it. Ah. Uh, and then you go, ah. Uh, and she goes, ah, uh, with you for about one day. And then the next day happens. And then what? There's no more ahs uh, to be had. And so you're ah, uh, in my estimation... You saying, once I get here, once fin- once finiteness is reached, ah, that represents death to me. That represents death, and to your woman, that represents death. And she doesn't want to die. Unlike stupid-ass martyr or men like we are, uh, your girl doesn't want to die. She doesn't want to be gone and not appreciate and love life. She doesn't want to be gone and not... Strength and her gratitude for infinity That's all she wants is gratitude for infinity And you want to trap her in the finite You want to trap yourself in the finite It's the fact that you want to trap yourself in the finite Which is the problem And so you can appreciate one woman for the rest of your life But you can't appreciate her through the realm of the finite That she's a a finite thing that you purchased or something And now you can fucking pass away and break yourself off into the finiteness of life and just die. That's not what she wants. And rather you're 20, 30, 40, 50. This thought should set you free, my friend. This thought is setting you free, my friend. You've always been free, my friend. I'm just making you realize that. I'm making you realize you were always free. You're not learning anything. You already knew you were free. What makes you think I gotta tell you that? I'm just here to remind you. You were already free from the shackles of bullshit. You always have been. You don't even need to free yourself. That's a myth too. You're already free. The deepest part of you, and let's start there and go outward from there. That's fine. I'll face reality as deeply as I can. Face the being that's in it first. It's kind of important, right? Right? You want to blast off into infinity like fucking Jimmy Neutron. Albert Einstein, Jimmy Neutron. You want to blast off into infinity. And your woman is going to leave you if you're not like that. Your woman is going to have doubts. And if she doesn't leave you and she doesn't have doubts, she'll be sad for the rest of her life that she ended up with you. And the worst part about all that is that you are already a sad person before all that and always were going to be. Is that what you want? To be sad without the girl and then to be sad with the girl? You want to be sad in your scope of finiteness? And so that's what I'm really addressing for you guys that you'll take away from this is scope. 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 Take the word and keep the word with you wherever you go. Write it down. Get it tattooed. I don't care how many words people have told you to write down. Don't forget this one. I will not be lenient with you if you forget this excuse. Do not disappoint me. Scope. The bigger your problems, the bigger your goals are, the smaller your problems are. Scope. If your scope is infinity, your problems don't exist. If your scope is infinity, you are above the problem-solution-orientation of life. If your scope is infinity, you do not need to torture yourself until you get from point A to point B. If your scope is infinity, your wife will never have enough expectations for you. I love you, babe. I know what you want for us and what you want for me and what you want in a man. But nothing that you want will ever compare to infinity. That's where I'm going. And I'm going there for infinity. So you blast off into the sunset of life into infinity. Or maybe you sit right here right now and don't move a muscle. And infinity comes to you forever. And you bask in its reward of infinity. So all these people who say oh, this person only made a million, Russell Brand's dad only made a million, he should have set a goal for two million. You're fucking goofy. Like, you're not getting, you you don't, you gotta have the awareness or IQ or whatever it is or creativity or openness or willingness to see the fucking bigger picture. The picture is so big that it almost can't be seen. The picture is so big that you can only be aware that there's a bigger picture but can never see it. The picture is so big that it can't be quantified. In sadhana, the realization of life, he says, the bird realizes infinity in every beating of its wings in the sky when it realizes that no matter how many beats of its wings, it will never lift itself beyond all of the infinite oxygen. It will not lift itself. It will not soar beyond infinity no matter how many beats And I think it's something like transcending what they call the ego. You want to kick and fuss until you realize that there is nowhere you're going. You're not going anywhere. No matter how much you kick or scream or struggle, you're going to sink to the bottom you're going to sink past monsters and dragons and fish larger than your house and by the time you've seen all those atrocities and scary things you won't be one percent to the bottom of the ocean and so can we fathom infinity no And that is exactly why infinity brings us peace. Russell Brand's father could fathom making a million dollars. And that is exactly why the end of his life, all he had is regrets. You do not want to achieve the finite. That is not why we were put here. We were not put here to achieve the finite. So the man who makes his career, his goal, his family, his life goal. I love family, by the way. I'll never let that value down. But I'm saying your identities in your family, your identities in your career. Your identity is in all these things. Your identity is stuck in so many finite things. And we know this because the people who have reached all the finite things that many men believe are the meaning to their life have nothing but regrets that they didn't set more. And so I see man's biggest burden that he regrets making his life about the finite. So I don't plan on making my life about the finite. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I can make a plan in retrospect to infinity. A finite being trying to control infinity and negotiate and strategize and maneuver. And it's infinity and it, I have nothing on it. No matter how hard I kick my legs or, or move my body. I will never overtake infinity. Which is the best thing. It's the only thing. It is gratitude. It is wealth. It is the thing we all look for when we chase a million. It is the thing we look for when we chase a beautiful girl. It's the inner suffering that we have for chasing what's finite that we're running from when we're chasing the finite. When we think a beautiful girl will change our life, as men, we've all been those stupid phases, and to be quite frank, All of you motherfuckers still are. All of you. Especially you listen, bitch. Especially you listening. I know you are one of those people. And so I'm helping you right now out of love. You can choose to accept it or you can choose to suffer infinitely. You thinking some girl, guy, amount of money, career, achievement, goal... arrival to something finite is going to change your life is 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 deepening your suffering exponentially adding to your suffering creating more roadblocks to your relief every single day by making your life about what's finite and so listen if i'm even going to talk about wealth as a goal or something first off i'm going to go out and i'm going to touch the finite and when i touch the finite I'm going to know that my soul is searching for infinity. So to set a goal to make X amount of money, cheesy. Because Bill Gates set goals and all he has is regrets he didn't set more. So all these guys setting setting goals seem to have nothing but regrets. And so what regret would I have if I could have? I'd have the regret of infinity for not reaching infinity. Doesn't matter if I stub my toe. Doesn't matter if I m- lose $10 million. The suffering is the same suffering. Me getting wrapped up in the finite. The regret is the same. The regret of my attachment to the finite. My toe wasn't hurting a second ago. I didn't have a million dollars gone a second ago. Now things have changed. And my identity, my emotions, and the turbulence in the waters that is my mind is affected by the finite. And so your soul is not looking for the finite. And when your woman speaks to you, she's not asking you to become finite. And so when your woman leaves you, it is because you wanted to be finite. Which means you wanted to drag her to hell with you. You wanted to drag her to suffering with you. And she willingly does so or leaves you. Both of them hurt, but it probably helps you both the most for her to leave you. And it helps because she's giving you your pain back so you can stop projecting it onto her. The world will give you your pain back so that you stop projecting it onto the world. Until you stop projecting your pain onto the world. You want drugs, you'll find a drug dealer. Until you decide you don't want drugs. Then you'll slowly stop running into them. Weird how the world works like that, isn't it? So you want to lose your wife, chase something finite. You want to lose your wife, let her convince you into something finite. You want to lose what even your wife wants you to have, make your whole life about something finite. And so it is not enough to theoretically imagine wealth. It is not enough to theoretically imagine being ultra-rich. It is not enough to theoretically imagine things. It is not. These things are things that I'm not attached to. I'm here to fall into infinity. I'm here to traject into infinity. I am infinity. I'm here to be infinity. And the I that thinks that I'm going to control that is already gone in many respects. Something I love deeply. Something a part of infinity. But something that is not infinity and that infinity is overarching and beyond. No guys, it's not enough for you to say I hope I get this much money. Then when you get that money people go good job. And now you've reached another finite goal. No, that's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. I went and got Chinese food, my bro- I was building up the business, I got Chinese food. My brother said, "Shouldn't you shouldn't you spend your money this way?" You know, my we'll only have conversations like this alone with each other. My brother's like, well, shouldn't you spend money on this? He was like, I do want food, but damn. Like, you know, love my brother. He's a fucking hardworking person. It was just like a weekend, whatever, at the moment, whatever. He was like, He was like, I have enough cash, but damn, that's expensive. Do you really think you should, like, overspend on food? And I'm like, bro, what makes you think I'm even going to want or care about any more money if I can't get more Golden Dragon Chinese food? Like, it doesn't make sense to make that cash. Because then I make that cash to do what? Have the cash. You know how lame that sounds? And so I say, oh, I got the cash to eat the Chinese food. No, dude. I'm here for infinity. So I don't give a fuck. If I don't have cash the next week for the rest of my life, I eat the Chinese food. I'm not attached to the money or the Chinese food. I'm here for infinity. Infinity. And there's so many things that could drag me below infinity. And the number one things on that list are all things about myself to myself. And so the number one thing that can make you lose everything in life, lose everything. When I was younger, I had a mushroom trip. I asked the the mushroom gods, he said, he told me something that I don't know if I should tell you, but I'm going to because I, I, I admit that I don't know the dynamics of the universe and I'll just, I don't even know what that means even. And I'll just tell you what was given to me. I'm not going to overthink it or make much of it. But I was told, appreciate what you have, or I will take everything away from you. And so if my lack of appreciation for infinity is taken away, I lost so badly that I'll start trajecting pain. And anything that I quote-unquote lose, these finite things that I thought I had to begin with, Just leave. The people I love. They'll leave. The things that I own. They'll be destroyed. The life that I have. It'll be taken away. And you know what's really being taken away is my gratitude. Gratitude makes everything fucked. Not having it. I'm saying. Will absolutely create suffering in your life so my friends do not wake up today and smile about how your wife is going to tell you good job hubby because you went and got your finite fucking goals created you go back to your finite wife look her in the eyes and feel that finite feeling of being a good boy for the day and go back to what you're doing until you lose those things and now you're broken again now you're broken again now we're broken again it was a bro i've cried over tons of relationships that were you know not in front of the fucking girl but like when i was younger at least i'm like "Uh, i loved this girl and it's just like bro do you do you love the world like you know what i'm saying like dude do you love infinity Where does it end? So you set your goal to have A and you lose A and you're broken because you set your whole psyche upon finite things. And so I'm preparing my mind for wealth. It's not about thinking, you know, I'm like, oh, what would I do with this much? You know, if I was managing, you know, 20,000 a month, I need to imagine that. Then when I reach there, you know, I'm gonna be like, this don't feel different. I'm, I know I'm gonna say this doesn't feel different. It feels like when I was waking up, Back in the day in a factory making fifteen an hour. Making twenty K a month feels the same as making fucking four thousand a month. It feels the same. Therefore that finite circle will never do anything for me. For the rest of eternity, that's not gonna do anything for me. and so i need to go to the person that's reached the finiteness on earth and say that's how much money i need to manage and grow my identity deeply and deeply and deeply into knowing my goal is not to make cash on this earth my goal is to create a product to be not to create not me create a product right my goal is for every level of every layer of my being to be in infinity and then the layers down from infinity down from i'm infinity And the layers down from infinity explained. Because infinity is beyond explanation. Below those layers of explanation. I should be making a product, being a part of a product, service, be a product or service. That is so infinite that they need to make more customers to buy what I have. I need to make something so good. By the way, men, it's your dick. Your dick. right? As a man, I'm a... As some weird stuff said, but like as a man, let me rephrase this: as a man, as 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 a man, as men are dick, is so valuable that it literally co-creates new life. So the product needs to be so good that new customers get created out of thin air from infinity to purchase it. You need to have the eye of Horus, the dot of the universe that draws infinity to it. You need to be, you're going to suffer if you're not aligned with that. In everything you do, really badly, no matter how big or small it is. That's all I have to say. So your girl is not looking for you to become something finite. And when you look in the mirror and think, oh, look at this cool finite being I've become. You're you're self-sabotaging yourself. No one ever wanted you to reach a finite being. Your goal here is to reach infinity.